The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show with your hosts, Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Join us as we discuss markets, bring transparency to issues within the financial services industry, and bring honest, thoughtful analysis every week. Good morning, everybody out there in Radio Land. Thank you for joining me. My name is Tyler Simonis. Uh, my trusty business partner, Mr. Josh Finelli, is out on a well-deserved vacation with his family in the southwestern part of the U.S. Uh, so it's just going to be me. All you uh, Josh Finelli groupies will have to wait. Actually, he's not going to be here next Friday either, so you're going to have to wait a couple weeks, but I'm sure he'll be back with wonderful stories of taking a one-year-old and a four-year-old to the desert, south <laughs> desert southwest. I don't know that that really sounds like a vacation. It's one of those vacations where you go on it, and it's kind of a grind, and you know it's a lot of work. And a year from now, it'll seem like it was fun. But right when you're in it, maybe not so much. So anyways, if you want to be part of the program, you have a question for us or a comment, give us a call 877-670-7117. Or you can always email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So let's talk about the week that was in the capital markets. Uh, risk off trade continues to be the theme you know, we're in this sort of period between, well, we were we were in this period between earnings and the next Fed decision. We got a Fed decision last week, uh, but markets over that three-week period really sort of drifted lower. And now uh, this is the third week in a row where stocks are lower. Uh, and, you know, rightfully so. It makes sense. We're probably heading into a recession if we're not already in one. Uh, the economy is certainly starting to slow down or slowing down and and stock prices had risen pretty substantially in the first half of the year. And so we saw earnings declining and stock prices rising, which meant stock prices were getting a lot more expensive. Uh, that coupled with higher interest rates, something had to give. And now we're starting to have the market realize, I think for the first time yet, that maybe the Fed is serious uh, and that rates are going to be higher for longer. Josh and I have been talking about this over and over and over why rates had to be structurally higher for longer and now i think the rest of everybody else is starting to uh, believe when the fed says that they're going to do that so u.s stocks as measured by the s p 500 uh, were down about two and a half percent last week so not a great week for uh, large cap stocks in the small cap universe so u.s small cap stocks small company stocks uh, we're down about 3.6%, 3.5% actually, uh, so pretty dramatic underperformance for small caps. In the international markets, that were, that's where we saw outperformance, even though they were still negative. International developed markets, think Europe and Japan, uh, they were down about 1.8%. The emerging markets were down 1.5%. In the bond market, we saw... Uh, interest rates move higher in the bond market or across the, the whole rate complex, whether it be bonds or mortgage-backed securities or whatever you were looking at. Rates were higher across the board, which meant bond prices were lower. And if you own an intermediate or longer-term bond fund, you saw those decline in price. The aggregate bond index, which is the S&P 500 of the bond world, it's sort of the best barometer uh, when you don't want to know what all of the bonds are doing in the bond market. Uh, you look at the aggregate bond index. Uh, that was down a half of one percent, and is now down two percent on the year. We're now we are now uh, in the longest bear market in the bond market's history. We've never had a, a bear market this long in the in the bond market's history. But we also had a lot of unprecedented things happen in the interest rate complex over the last eighteen years, and so that's all being unwound, and that's why we're seeing uh, this pretty dramatic anomaly in terms of a thirty-eight month bear market in the bond market. Uh, the yield on a six-month treasury, 5.53%. A one-year treasury is 5.45. A 10-year treasury is 4.43. So a 10 years continues to move higher. And then a third year is 4.52. So the yield curve, while it's still inverted, it is trying its darndest to try to steepen. Um, but we have a ways to go on the long end uh, before that happens because the short end, the yields are still so uh, dramatically high. 
in, in the gold market, gold traded down a quarter of 1%, 1945 an ounce. And even though oil traded lower, down about a percent and a half, uh, sorry, oil traded down um, 1.5% at $90.10 a barrel. Um, and so we're, we're seeing, uh, obviously, you know, inflation, um, while they take out food and energy and the inflation data and the CPI data, we all know that when we go to the pump, it's really expensive uh, to fill up our cars. And so that is a uh, another very inflationary force out there um, because almost everybody has to use uh, uh, transportation of some sort, and that affects uh, their spending ability. Um, so the big news last week was, as it relates to the markets at least, was the Federal Reserve leaving interest rates unchanged. Um, though when you looked at the press conference afterwards, uh, Jerome Powell, um, it was a very hawkish uh, pause, saying, and it's sort of what Josh and I have been saying all along, that they're going to be leaving rates higher for longer, that structurally higher rates are here to stay. Uh, and so, you know, market participants, like it was this eureka moment where they're like, oh, maybe we should take his word for it. And, you know, they've been saying this all along. They're, they're probably going to have to raise rates here again, I, I would say, before the end of the year, um, because when you look at the neutral rate, uh, you know, the economy is still doing okay, and here we are with interest rates, Fed funds rate at 5.5%. Um, and so in order to kill inflation, if you go back and you look at his, throughout history, and we've been talking about this all, all along, when you have in, uh, inflation way above average like we've had, the only thing that's killed it in the past is a recession. And why would this time be different? I don't know. It, to me, it's not. And so in order for the Fed to really tame inflation for the long term, uh, they're going to have to put their, the economy in recession. And it's terrible and it's not fun and people lose their jobs. But, you know, there's so many talking heads and economists that think the Federal Reserve can manage the U.S. economy around recession so that we never have a recession again. And that's just n stupid thinking. It, it, recessions are important parts of a free market capitalistic society, which we supposedly have. And when the, the central banks of, uh, in different countries try to manage those economies, that's when you get things like the global financial crisis, because when they inject uh, this giant force in one part of the market, there's distortions in other parts of the market, and you get these giant bubbles forming, uh, and then those create these catastrophes that we, like we saw during the global financial crisis. And so it's very important. Um, that the Fed try not to manage around a recession. A recession is important. It sort of cleans out all the nonsense. I mean, a third of the companies in the in the Russell 2000 do not make money, yet they're publicly traded businesses that have been kept afloat by this zero interest rate policy. That's not good for capitalistic society, and, and it needs to be uh, scoured. Uh, the other thing that's going to be not fun here in the coming weeks is this ridiculousness in Washington of another government shutdown. Uh, you know, the thing that really drives me nuts is that when you look at all the government employees, government, U.S. government's the largest employer in the country, um, you know, most of those people will stop getting paid. Guess who still gets paid? All the members of Congress still get paid, and they're the ones responsible uh, for shutting the economy down. Uh, and, and so these far left and right factions of their parties, you know, they need to be brought in line because strong, a strong Republican Party and a strong Democratic Party are important uh, to our democracy, and, and that is not happening right now. They are just in disarray, especially this far right of the Republican Party. They're, they're not even going to fund the Pentagon. How is the Republican Party not going to fund the Pentagon? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, and, you know, they're not actually doing uh, what they say they're going to do for their actual constituents because their constituents are the ones that are going to suffer because guess what? All of these people are still going to continue to get paid. It just doesn't make sense. In the housing market, we're continuing to see some more signs of a slowdown and some cracks. Home builder confidence was down. Housing starts were lower. Building permits were lower. And, of course, existing homes were lower because we all know that uh, people that own a home right now and have a sub-3% mortgage rate, um, they're not real eager to move and, and get an over 7% mortgage rate. And so that's why we're seeing existing homes uh, lower. Um, and, and then the, sort of when you look at the U.S. economy, the only thinking, thing keeping the U.S. economy 
economy afloat. Uh, is the is the consumer seventy percent of the GDP is the consumer and unemployment is still really low and and so anecdotally if you go to any mall in America uh, you can see there is still a ton of demand in the system and hopefully the Fed knows that I mean I was in Portland last weekend for some sporting events and happened to go to a mall with my daughter uh, and those places are full and there's lines at every cash register people are spending money um, and so the demand side of the equation is still there and the Fed has to knock that down if inflation truly is going to go away. All right, if you'd like to be part of the program, you have a question or a comment for us, give us a call, 877-670-7117. You can always email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, I want to talk about some dangerous assumptions that retirees make, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. As fall begins to near, the twilights become deeper and cooler, making leaves change their colors. The blue of twilight is my favorite color, of course, for I am sapphire, the birthstone for September. And I come in every color of the rainbow, except for red. My beautiful gems are found around the globe, in places like Australia, Burma, and even India, where Marco Polo sought me out. But did you know that I even hide here in America? Montana hides unique gems in shades of denim and cornflower purple, prize the world over. I must admit, I am a bit of a troublemaker. Because the ancient people thought I controlled love and passion, they would often give me to their lovers. But if I turn dark in color, they believe their lovers had been unfaithful. Such drama and heartache because I got a little dirty from wear. What a shame. But I am hearty and durable, and I love being worn every single day. You can find me at Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center on 5th and Fur in Redmond or at SatterleyJewelers.com. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. A lot of schools talk about training the cybersecurity workforce of the future, but do they really deliver? My Computer Career has been supplying the IT workforce with thousands of skilled, certified pros for 15 years. Train with the experts in support, networking, or cybersecurity and start your career in months, not years. Upskill even faster. On campus or live online, qualified students may get financial aid, including the GI Bill. My Computer Career. Accredited, acclaimed, effective. Take the free career evaluation at mycomputercareer.edu. Connect to the Financial Focus Radio Show on YouTube or iTunes. Listen to past shows, get our bi-weekly e-news, and keep up to date on the market. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let's get back to the show. 
Welcome back. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, one of us, Josh or I, will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, your asset allocation, your portfolio, your estate plan, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those scheduled numbers here, 800-743-0988. Or you can always email us, which is what most people do, by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So one of the things uh, that drives me crazy, and I understand why these websites do it, or, or even these magazines. I, the magazines, I don't even know if magazines still exist, if people still get magazines in the mail, but um, they have uh, these articles or this clickbait that is the five best stocks or the five best mutual funds or the 10 best ETFs to buy right now or the six best dividend stocks for retirees. And I, it, it's obviously great clickbait. Uh, it, they wouldn't do it otherwise, um, but they're all over the internet. And it just drives me absolutely bonkers because you know, if you listen to our show regularly, you, you understand that we are indexers. We believe that indexing uh, is the way to go. You can be a top decile uh, investor globally by just buying the market through an index fund uh, because they're very tax efficient, low cost. Uh, and, and so it just makes uh, so much sense to be an indexer. And then you couple that with the data from this uh, Bessenbinder professor uh, at the Arizona State School of Business there. And he shows that literally three and a half percent of stocks since 1926 account for almost all of the stock market's performance. Why does Money Magazine or Kiplingers or any of these websites think that they're going to be the ones that are going to tell you about these stocks uh, that are going to lead to outperformance? And the answer is they're not. And so don't waste your time clicking on that. Definitely don't waste your time putting individual stocks in your portfolio because over time, that stock that you even might do really well on is going to be a dog relative uh, to the S&P 500. So don't waste your time on that. Um, you know, we we talk to people all the time and, you know, investing is one of these deals. It's It's so different than the rest of our life. So, you know, in school, in sports, at work. The harder you work, generally, the more you get in terms of results, right? So there's this correlation to effort and work to, to better results. That's not true in investing. The, the best thing about investing is it's just, you know, get your money in the right places and then do nothing. You don't have to do anything and you can be a great investor. And so that is, is so contrary to the rest of our life. It's like, if I just spend a little more time researching and then, no. Stop wasting your time on that. Go go for a walk. Go do something you enjoy uh, because effort and in investing doesn't equal results for 99% of the people out there. Um, all right, real quick. One of the things that I think is being lost in this inflation discussion is the compounding effect of an, of the inflation that we've seen over the last few years. So we do, we know that inflation is headed in the right direction, right? It peaked over 9%. We saw 40-year highs in inflation. And when inflation was there, it was a very painful day-to-day. -day. You know, every time you went to the grocery store, some, something you bought regularly, like, it seemed it had gone up in price by quite a bit. Um, and, and so inflation's come down significantly, less than half what it was when it was at 9%. But when you compound that inflation rate from when it started to peak to now, now, it's a big number. And that, so, you know, from just two years ago, inflation, you know, prices of things have gone up a lot. Uh, so the average inflation rate um, from between 2020 and today uh, was 5.86% per year. But you compound that and it gives you a cumulative price increase of 18.6%. So in, from 2020 to today, we've seen a cumulative price increase of most goods and services of 18.6%. That means today's prices are 1.2 times as high as the average price, prices were in 2020. And this is all according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. A dollar today buys 84 percent of what it could buy back then. And so that's why inflation is so dangerous and why the Federal Reserve has to focus on it so much. So, you know, I don't want to sound like a jerk here. That, that, that number doesn't affect me that much. But for most Americans, it has a giant impact because they're already on the margins. And so now their purchasing power is 84 percent of what it was just three short years ago. And that's why the Fed has to focus on inflation, even if that means they put us in a recession, because long term will be better if they do tame this inflation dragon. Okay. 
So let's talk about some dangerous assumptions that retirees make, especially pre-retirees, and, and probably their financial advisors uh, lead them into this. The, the most dangerous assumption we see, especially when somebody has a so-called, quote-unquote, financial plan done by somebody, is they make assumptions uh, about stock and bar- bond market returns in the future while they're retired. And the problem we see is that we... Uh, oftentimes see these plans and retirees making assumptions about the future stock and bond returns that are higher than reality when, than what they'll actually be. The other thing that these financial planning software programs do or or um, uh, online calculator or whatever is they do returns in a linear fashion, right? So they'll do like, okay, you're going to get seven and a half or 8% returns from your portfolio, but it's going to be 8% on an annual basis compounded. And when you do it that way, obviously it looks great, but that's, we know that's not how stock market returns come. We know that, you know, you go back to 1900, the return of the S&P is just under 10%, but it never had a 10% return in any given year. To get 10%, you have to be, you know, up 20, down four, all, all, over, the, all over the map. And so too often, we see too many people making very dangerous assumptions about future returns for stock and bond prices. Uh, and I think that if you make very conservative assumptions uh, in your uh, return analysis for am I going to be okay in retirement, you're going to be in a much better place. So don't make giant assumptions about future returns of the stock market and the bond market because if you do, you're going to get yourself into a world of trouble. Um, the other thing is people make this assumption that inflation is going to be benign because most adults today for most of their life, uh, you know, their adult life at least, inflation has been pretty benign. I mean, if you go back the last time we saw meaningful inflation was in the early 80s. Uh, Paul Volcker put us in that recession, 81, 82, when rates were really high. And inflation after that uh, got, got, was, has been pretty tame and, and been tame for the most part since then, you know, 3% or lower. Um, and so a lot of people make this assumption that inflation uh, will be benign and, and tame. Um, and I don't know that that's necessarily true. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to make any assumptions about inflation. I just know that, it, you know, when you're making your calculation, you should probably put a number north of 3% or 3% as a uh, inflation calculation. And you should also understand what that means uh, for your purchasing power in the future. And it's probably why you need a higher allocation to stocks than you otherwise had, because they are the best hedge against inflation uh, for most retirees. Um, and so that you know, three percent is is the one uh, that I would um, that I would put put in the bank there. And then the last one is um, that you're going to receive an inheritance. This is a dangerous assumption. Our, all our clients make it. Josh does a lot too. He, he always says, "Oh, well, they're going to get X Y Z from there when their parents die," or you know. And I'm like, I the last thing you want to do is depend on dead people, right? They can change their mind. And the closer people get to death, they make crazy decisions about you know what? You're not treating me right. I'm going to disinherit you or whatever it might be. And so don't count when you're making your plans for retirement, don't count on your parents or your grandparents giving you a bunch of money as like, oh, I'm going to get this big cash infusion. If you get it, great. It's just a windfall. But don't put that in your planning. Don't let your financial advisor put that in planning. I have to remind Josh all the time. You, these people, like this, in order for their retirement to work because they've already pulled the plug on work, their parents have to die and leave them half the money. And what if that doesn't happen? And so um, don't don't plan as part of your financial plan on receiving an inheritance. All right. Uh, if you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video in the middle and end of every single month. We're going to do one uh, when he gets back where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets and how that affects your money. You don't have to be a client to get added to the e-newsletter list. So to get added to that list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. You'll see a box will pop up and say get added to that list. When we come back, we'll tackle some of your email questions. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. weather. FM 100.1 is News Talk 1110 KBND Bend.
It takes vision to grow your business. Is your company a big success story? Be recognized by Cascade Business News. Nominations are now being accepted for the Fastest 20 2023. Recognizing the fastest growing, independent, privately owned, for-profit entities located and based in Central Oregon. Get all the details at CascadeBossNews.com. Application deadline is September 27th for the Fastest 20 2023. Sponsored by Columbia Bank and Capstone CPAs, LLC. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Play It Again Sports is now open at... And ready to buy at play it again sports they buy and sell quality used sports and fitness gear make sustainability in sports your next play sell your gear and recycle it all at play it again sports located next to maurice's in the bend factory stores make play it again sports your first stop for all sporting equipment smart shoppers start at the bend factory stores south highway 97 because everyone needs an outlet We love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but you like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Hi, this is Aiden. And this is Gabriel from Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center in Redmond. All year it has been extremely busy for us with the jewelry repairs y'all have brought in. That's right, but we've noticed that some of you didn't know that we not only rebuild jewelry, we restore heirloom jewelry. Heirloom jewelry is priceless to every family, but often when we inherit a ring or pendant that doesn't fit our personal taste, it gets put away for another time. We love to restore heirloom jewelry for our customers. Isn't it time you let us either repair your well-loved piece of jewelry to like new? Or let us repurpose the gems and precious metals to build a whole new piece of jewelry that fits you. We'd love a chance to see what you have and help you forge the next chapter of your family story. Come see our goldsmiths at Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center and see why we've been around for four generations. You can find us on 5th and Fur in Redmond or at SatterleyJewelers.com. That's SatterleyJewelers.com. It's a sizzling steak timber at omahasteaks.com. Type garden in the search bar for half off all mouthwatering steaks and get two free 10-ounce bone-in New York strips with select packages. Incredible entrees, scrumptious sides, decadent desserts, and half off all steaks with keyword garden. But hurry, omahasteaks.com keyword garden for 50% off all steaks during steak timber. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. listening to Financial Focus Radio Show, where you get honest and actionable advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows on iTunes or find us on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Well, welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining me. Uh, my name is Tyler Simonis. My partner, business partner, is out this week uh, enjoying some time with his family in the desert southwest, but he'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, if you want to take one of us up on a free retirement view, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, what your portfolio looks like, the asset allocation in your portfolio, your estate plan, uh, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. So to get one of those scheduled, call the office 
Uh, number here is 800-743-0988, or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So obviously, uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that interest rates are higher, especially in the mortgage market. So we know that the mortgage on 30-year mortgages is now well over 7%. Um, a lot of people say it's headed to eight. I don't know. That would be a tough one to get to eight, but I guess it could happen. Uh, stranger, you know, the, the, the interest rate market is in such disarray because of what the Fed has done for the last 18 years. Uh, but I wanted to sort of give you some math on, on what's going on in the housing market and why, um, it, it, you know, people are having – There's nobody's moving. We're not seeing a lot of activity. And, and take – I'm talking about nationally, so forget Central Oregon. I know you all like to say that it's different, and it is different here in Central Oregon, but I don't know that's going to be always true. The laws of economics still apply to Central Oregon. Um, But here's how it looks. If you purchase a million-dollar house right now and you put $200,000 down, so you put 20% down, you're going to have an $800,000 mortgage. And let's just call the mortgage rate at 7%. It would be higher than that. But let's just say your mortgage is going to be 7%. So in the first three years of having that mortgage, you're going to pay $193,000. And that's going to be, some of that's going to be go to principal and some of that's going to go to interest. Uh, but because of the high interest rate, a significant portion of your payments are going to go towards that interest, leaving a substantial amount you still owe in the principal. And here's here's how that math works. So after you, those three-year period, you paid $193,000 uh, on your $800,000 mortgage. The $800,000 mortgage is now $774,500. So you paid $166,000 in interest and only $25,000 in principle, and that example assumes uh, a lot down in perfect credit. Um, and so, you know, younger generations, people that are under 40 that don't aren't already on the housing ladder, I don't know how they're going to make that work because, you know, the math is so unappealing when you, especially in the beginning, when you when you look at how much of your payment uh, goes towards the interest uh, of your mortgage, it's just it's just quite painful. And you know, I mean, not a lot of 30 year olds have. 200, you know, the, uh, the house in Bend, the million dollar house in Bend isn't what it used to be. So, not a lot of 30 year olds have $200,000 they can put down. Even if they did, um, it's going to be a, a big payment. All right, so let's tackle some email questions. We got an email from Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah says, Hello, first off, I want to say I listened to the weekend show and really enjoy your outlook and ideas about investing. I'm writing today about my kids' custodial accounts. We have two boys, age four and two, and started UTMA accounts for both. They currently just have under 10000 in each. My four-year-old is disabled, and the question is not knowing if either of my boys will go to college. Is this the right account for them when they're older to have flexibility to purchase a home or pay for college, start a business, or invest in themselves? We contribute 200000 monthly into their account. Any input would be appreciated. So, Jeremiah, uh, you are right on it. Uh, so what Jeremiah is talking about is, uh, you know, there's all these options to save for kids, uh, whether it be for college or just save in the way that Jeremiah is saving. And a UTMA account is essentially a trust. Without having to go to an attorney, you can go to your custodian, wherever you custody money, Schwab or Fidelity or, or your advisor, and they can open up a UTMA account, Uniform Trust to Minors Act, it's called. Um, and so what Jeremiah is talking about is that he, uh, I'm assuming in his case, he is the trustee of that account, and his kids are uh, essentially the beneficiaries or the owners of the account. But but he is the he's the fiduciary of the account. He has to manage it on their behalf and their in their best interest. It's actually taxable to the kids. So the, as dividends and interest get paid, uh, it's a 1099 that gets issued to each of one of his kids. Uh, and, and so they'll you know depending on how much income is generated at some point, if he keeps contributing, uh, they'll probably have to file a tax return. It won't be much, but uh, so it's a taxable account. Not like a, it's not like a 529 or education savings account where it's tax deferred or tax free. Uh, these are taxable accounts. Um, and then when they each each of his children um, in, reach the age of majority in the state of Oregon is 21, uh, those accounts get transferred over to the kids. They become their the kids' money, um, and so. Yeah, Jeremiah, you are spot on um, in in picking the right account for your kids. Um, a UTMA account can be used for anything. Both my kids have UTMA accounts. 
um, you know, I, I thought I was saving in UTMA accounts. Um, like, you know, when my kids were your kid's age, I, I was doing it. Maybe they were going to go to a private school or maybe they were going to, you know, when they're in high school, go on a European trip. And I, I, I could use that money for those kind of things. Um, you know, fortunately, I didn't have to do that. But uh, my kids, you know, once they get to 21, I'll move it to their name. And, and like you said, Jeremiah, they can use it for, you know, starting a business or uh, just a kickstart on their retirement or to put a down payment on a house. So uh, these are absolutely uh, the right uh, place to be. Now, Jeremiah, you're going to have some maybe other considerations um, when you're uh, disabled. You know, depending on how disabled your son is, you might have to uh, set up a, a you know certain a different kind of trust as as he gets older, depending on his ability to uh, to handle his money himself. But that's down the road. Right now, you are, you are in the exact right place to be. Uh, just make sure, Jeremiah, that you are investing in uh, low cost, tax efficient. Uh, index funds, something like a, a VTI, the Vanguard Total Market Index, something like that. So uh, you are right on track. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, and the good news, hopefully that $200 uh, a month is automated as you as you uh, get older, Jeremiah, and hopefully you continue to make more money. If you can increase that a little bit, uh, that is great. But there's no limitation on, on when that can be used. Just as they're minors, though, you need to use it sort of prudently, right? So um, don't don't use it for your wife and I, you and your wife uh, to, to, to go to Hawaii. I didn't mean to say your wife and I, I meant you and your wife to go to Hawaii. That wouldn't be prudent use of your kids' money. All right, but that's a good question, Jeremiah. I keep doing what you're doing. Okay, uh, we got an email from Brian O. Uh, Brian says, I'm retired. How much money should I keep in stocks, bonds, and cash? Uh, so, Jeremiah, that's a uh, very open-ended question. Uh, sorry, not Jeremiah. Brian, I'm losing my mind here. Um, I would say that, you know, without knowing a lot more about your situation, it's very hard for me to, to tell you uh, what to do. Um, I would say, Brian... You know, your experience thus far, assuming you've been invested in stocks, bond, and cash, you sort of know how they react in different market environments. And so you also know your temperament and how you're going to behave. And so what we tell people to do is don't invest your money based on what the market's doing. Invest your money based on your life circumstances, right? So uh, you just want to have an, enough money in sort of cash or close to cash investments and bonds that are true risk reducers. So we would tell you short-term treasuries so that if you're taking money from your investment portfolio, you have a few years worth of your income in bonds so that if we do get a bear market in the stock market and it takes three years uh, or five years for the market to recover – um, that you can let the uh, stock part of your portfolio recover uh, and you can take that money from bonds. So uh, ho hopefully, you know, I don't know what that percentage is, uh, Brian, but um, hopefully, you know, you can say, okay, what is my four years that I need in bonds or cash? Uh, how much money is that? And then the rest you can put in, in a diversified uh, portfolio of stocks. Um, but that also has to go along with your appetite for, for volatility and how much you can tolerate. Uh, we got an email from Jeff A., uh, my wife and I really want to retire, but are scared of retiring in a bear market. Should we wait for a new bull market to pull the plug on work? So, Jeff, uh, yeah, that'd be great. But, you, you know, it's hard to know. what You tell me when the next bull market's going to start. You can only tell when a bull market started after it's happened, way after it's happened. So, you know, it, it, you go back to the global financial crisis and, you know, the bull market started on March the 9th, 2009, when the market hit an all-time low. Uh, for that cycle, but it sure, it sure didn't feel like a new bull, bull market was starting. You know, it didn't feel like a bull market was starting till five years or four and a half years after that date. And so, you know, two hundred percent of the market returns happened in that time. And so, you know, yes, it's hard to retire in a bear market, but it's not impossible. Um, you just have to make sure you do the right financial planning and the right asset allocation so that your portfolio can absorb a bear market. And, and you know, I, I don't have time to go into that right now in this segment, but, um, you know, don't, again, don't let the market dictate uh, what you do with your money. And, and, you know, when you retire, let your life circumstances dictate that. All right. If you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, uh, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month. Uh, if you want to get added to the e-newsletter list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, uh, we're lucky enough to have a guest. We're going to have Nick Lockwood from Health Insurance Strategies. It's that time of year uh, where you need to start thinking about your health, in health insurance. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. 
Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Today, I'll get a workout in at the fitness center. Tomorrow, maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool. It's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar. Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte, or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck. And after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free internet, covered parking, and... My fur babies. Pets allowed. Stonebriar is currently accepting applications. Their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments. The best of resort living. Looking for a schedule that aligns with the school calendar and complements your retirement? Employment with excellent benefits and a sense of pride? Find all this at the Redmond School District. Now hiring bus drivers and monitors. Receive up to $1,000 in hiring and completion bonuses. For more information and to apply online, visit redmondschools.org for more details. Redmond School District offers comprehensive paid training and put tools to help your community. Join the team today online at redmondschools.org or give us a call. Can you tell me the traditional gift for our 61st anniversary? Well, I know the 50th is gold, but I don't think there is a traditional 61st anniversary gift. Well, there is now, and it's green. As in, save a ton of greenbacks during the 61st anniversary sale at Wilson's of Redmond. Saving money is a great tradition. For Wilson's 61st anniversary, we've negotiated exceptional discounts from our manufacturers. We're talking huge savings on Stressless, the most comfortable furniture on the planet. Big green discounts on fully customized Amish handcrafted furniture from Country Classic Collection. Leather Italia, Flex Steel, and Southern Motion. Save up to $1,100 on heirloom luxury mattresses, too. Free delivery and special no-interest financing available. See store for details. At Wilson's of Redmond. It's our 61st anniversary. We've got the furniture and mattress for you. Get in here and save big. If it leaks, clogs, drips, or bursts, call Severson Plumbing first. If water doesn't flow where it's supposed to go, it can be a real bummer. Severson will get it done. Your Central Oregon plumber will treat your home like it's ours. That's our duty. We're the guys in the blue booties. If it leaks, clogs, drips, or bursts, call Severson Plumbing first. Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show. Honest, transparent analysis brought to you every week by Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. Hopefully you are enjoying some of this fall weather that snuck up on us last week it was we were rolling along there and it was quite warm uh but i know it's that time of year and you know what the weather we got on thursday i think that went a long ways into putting out uh the fires in oregon so i think we're probably done with the worst knock on wood the worst of the smoke uh for the 2023 uh, if you'd like to be part of the program if you have a question for us or a comment call us 877-670-7117 or you can email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. 
So uh, I'm looking at the the Beacon report. So th- for those of you that don't know, the Beacon report it's a it's a great report um, that comes out uh, and looks at the real estate market here in Central Oregon and the different cities in Central Oregon. I say cities, uh, towns in Central Oregon. Uh, you know the median price, days on market, all those sort of uh, factors. It's it's a really good report, and you can get it free. It's a PDF online, um, but. Uh, in the month of July, uh, the median house price in Bend uh, hit an all-time high of $800,000. Uh, in the month of August, it declined to 742000 So, you know, th- that's certainly not a trend, and we'll see ha- we'll see what happens going forward with house prices in Central Oregon. But, you know, if you listen to our show, and, and everybody thinks that Josh and I are, especially me, that we're haters in the real estate market. You know, we both own houses. We, you know, it's we just we just uh, understand the math of the housing market. And the housing market for the last uh, thirty years, uh, just like the bond market, has experienced a tremendous tailwind. I mean, the best tailwind in the history of uh, civilization has happened in, in the last 30 years. And what's happened over the last 30 years, really 40 years, is interest rates have come down. Remember the early 80s, interest rates, you were paying 18% to get a mortgage. And then they got to, you know, two and a half percent. And so the, what's the biggest factor in, in the housing market and or the bond market? It's interest rates, right? And so um, obviously, as interest rates went, have gone from that t- you know, sub 3% to now over 7%, that is absolutely going to have an effect on the housing market. There's no way that it can't. I mean, the, the laws of economics apply to all markets. And so, uh, you know, we have some other factors going on in the housing market, like a lack of inventory. Um, and, you know, there's going to, it's going to take some time to, for that inventory to catch up. But um, house, houses are really, really unaffordable around the country, uh, the most unaffordable they've ever been. And so there's two ways that can be solved, right? House prices can come down or interest rates can go down. I don't know that interest rates are going to come down materially. This this whole thing that you hear from people in the housing market, um, you know, marry the house, date the rate, like don't count on rates going lower. If, if your purchase is being made, depending on rates going lower, that's a really risky strategy. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't go uh, use that as a strategy to go about going buy a house. Okay, uh, real quick before we talk about mid-cap stocks, I, I did want to talk about um, one of the most important things you can do for yourself, whether it's you or your kids or people you're talking to um, about investing, is to automate your investment process. And so, um, you know, if you look at the reason the 401k is so successful in um, in uh, growing assets is because it's an automated process. It's a payroll deduction. So it's this idea of paying yourself first. When you get paid, uh, your company deducts the money that's going from your uh, paycheck to your 401k from the paycheck first, and it goes into your 401k. You don't have to do anything. Once you get the 401k set up, and, it, and then it just happens automatically. And that's why it's so successful. And so in today's world, it's very easy to automate the rest of your investment life. Like all of my, I invest money every single Thursday in the market. Every single Thursday, no matter what the market's doing, I invest money. That's automated. Every other Friday in my kids' 529, money gets invested. That's automated. In my simple plan, every time we get paid every two weeks, that money gets invested. So there isn't a week that goes by that I'm not investing money. Sometimes it's twice in one week. But it's all automated. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to make a decision. And over time, it's really successful. You know, there's days probably that I wouldn't have invested money because the market was up too much. Um, But, you know, it it doesn't matter. Just automate your investment. The more you can automate your investing, the more successful it will be over time because you're not having to make some decision. The other thing is you're paying yourself first. When it's automated, you're not having to wait to see at the end of the month if you have any money left over because guess what? You never do. And so as you automate your investing, you get used to living without that money, and then that money can pile up over time. And and when I talk about investing, I mean like your emergency savings, your 401k, everything. The more you can automate it, the better off and the more successful you're going to be. Otherwise, you know, you have to make a ton of money to have any money left over. Um, So automate, automate, automate. You should should be doing it yourself. And if you have kids and grandkids, tell them to automate their investments. That's how they'll get there to the promised land. Okay, let's talk about mid-cap stocks. And I want Josh and I talk about mid-cap and small-cap stocks all the time um, because when we do our free retirement views, when we look at people's portfolios, they're wildly devoid of those two asset classes. Like we never see an explicit 
exposure to small caps. I mean, when I say never, hardly ever, and we never see an explicit exposure to mid-cap stocks. And so when we talk about cap, when I say cap, that means the capitalization or the size of the business. So to find out how big a business is, like Apple's almost $3 trillion in, in size, you just take the number of shares outstanding times their stock price gives you its market capitalization. So, you know, Apple has a $3 trillion almost dollar market cap, huge, biggest company in the history of the world. Um, and so... When we look at small cap stocks, it's really three billion and under. So they're, you know, compared to Apple, they're nothing. Uh, mid cap stocks are about three billion to about twenty twenty five billion, and so they're not. You know, you think of them as a big business, but in the terms of the stock market, they're a medium sized business. And so these are the businesses, um, you know, like a Chipotle or Harley Davidson or you know these businesses that you think of as a big business, um, but really in terms of the stock market or relative to say an Apple and Amazon, they're tiny. Apple has more uh, revenue in a quarter than these companies have in size. Um, but, you know, these are the businesses that are a little bit more mature than a small cap stock, for, for example. Um, so, you know, their balance sheets are generally a little better. Um, but they don't have this law of large number problem that the, the mega caps have. And so, you know, when you look, if you look uh, going back to 1994, mid caps have outperformed large caps. 53% of the time, so they do better than large caps more than half of the time, and they outperform small caps even more than uh, about 51% of the time. And so when we, but the, the, that being said, even though mid caps are, are generally going to outperform large cap over time, we hardly ever see an explicit exposure in a portfolio. And so, the, for example, the mid cap um, ETF that we use with our clients uh, is the Vanguard uh, mid cap. It's uh, VO is the symbol, V is in Victor, O is the symbol, really low cost, tax efficient. All that stuff. The two the two big indexes are the S and P mid cap 400 index and the Russell mid cap index. And so there's plenty of mutual funds and ETFs that track those two indexes. But again, when we do our portfolio reviews, we hardly ever see these in portfolios. So if you're a retiree and you want, say, a little more juice than the, the large cap can maybe provide, but you don't want the same volatility of small cap stocks, mid caps is a great space to be because they're more mature businesses, generally with better balance sheets. But we hardly ever see it. The other thing I tell you about mid cap and small cap stocks is they are really cheap relative to large cap, almost the cheapest they've ever been. And so none of the stuff market is cheap, but this smaller part of the market is cheap relative to large caps because we've seen large caps outperform now uh, for 16 years. And so this is an asset class that you need to add to your portfolio or be thinking about in your portfolio. Over time, it's going to provide you a little more juice. And right now we think it's cheaper. Uh, we don't think it is. It, it is uh, relative uh, to the large cap space. All right. If you'd like to take Either Josh or I up on a free retirement review. We'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. Uh, so if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get that scheduled. 800-743-0988 or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on northwestquadrantwealth.com. 